0: It's time now for Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening, your chance to visit with one of America's longest tenured gardening broadcasters. And now, from the garden patch of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, here's Neil. Ladies and gentlemen, I am live here toward the end of May, not quite the end of May, and I welcome you to our program. In a little while, I will give you the phone number. Mike Bass is trying to get all of the circuitry rewired, so be patient with us if you will. And uh, I welcome you to my program. We are sponsored by your neighborhood, Ace Hardware Store. Not one, but both hours today. So the next thing you uh, do when you go out today is stop in at Ace, not only to shop, but to let them know that you appreciate their sponsoring the program. I am uh, doing this over my phone until we get the wiring straightened out. That's all we can do. I'm not at the station. I'm broadcasting from my office. I'll give you the phone number when Mike says it's okay to do that, and we will uh, go on with the program. Let me give you today's SPCA of Texas dog. That dog is Betty, and Betty has the misfortune of being chosen on a a day when we're doing this over the telephone, and we've lost a few of our audience because uh, of the uh, uh, um, faulty rod at the beginning of the program, but we're going to give her the best possible chance. Betty is an Australian cattle dog mix who is just over nine months old, she's a puppy. She weighs in at just under 30 pounds. She has white fur with light tan spots over the top of her head and on her back. She's a pretty pup with an infectious smile and adorable puppy dog eyes. This dog really enjoys the outdoors. She'd love to have a big backyard to play in, but she would probably do well in an apartment if it was easy to access nearby walking and exercise areas. That said, Betty would also appreciate having a calm, quiet environment with very reliable people parents. Betty came to the SPCA of Texas as a surrender from the Animal Cruelty Investigations Unit. That would break my heart to work in that unit. She had a rough start in life and tends to be a bit timid at first. She's quite, do- quite docile, however, and gets along with other dogs extremely well. If there are dogs in your home, they need to come to meet Betty before adopting. The SPCA of Texas has extended its Empty the Shelter's adoption special to the end of May, where you can draw for a fee which will range from absolutely free to $25. $25 is a bargain. Free is an even better bargain. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Betty has been spayed and microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. Betty is currently housed at the Russell uh, Russell E. Dealey, animal uh daily animal rescue center and so requires an appointment in advance to come to visit for more information on Betty call 214-742-7722 I don't think I have given any dog uh, who is uh, living at that center before so there we go um so 214-742-7722 or go online at spca.org. That's for Betty, and she's at the Russell Dealey Animal Care Rescue Center. And uh, you can browse their available animals at spca.org slash find a pet and visit spca.org slash dog adopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash cat adopt to inquire about a cat. Again, that's Betty, B-E-T-T-Y, an Australian cattle dog mix, and let's get her a nice adopted home. That was sponsored today by the great people at Advanced Foundation Repair, and uh, they uh, are in the business of repairing foundations and making them whole. Once again, I recommended them to someone this week sent the uh, contact information and said they've been my advertiser for 27 years and that they've done work at our house and at my office, uh, a, an old historic building. And uh, they do it right. They do it right the first time. And that's how they can extend that warranty that's good for the lifetime of the of the building, of the home, transferable from owner to owner to owner. That's really special. And uh, a lot of the houses that are built, In the metroplex are built very quickly you watch when a neighborhood goes in there are they they don't they don't dig deep uh uh, piers you know the holes the big uh, borings that you see going in they uh, form the foundation and pour it and that's where some of these problems begin to develop five or ten or fifteen years later advanced foundation repair can make your house whole once again get them out we've seen that happen on our home and I know from firsthand experience how good they are, how quick they are, how careful they are, and how very affordable they are. The home inspection is absolutely without charge or obligation. So take advantage of that, and you'll be very pleasantly surprised. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, foundationrepairs dot com, dot com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair two one four. Three 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 zero 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 three. 3 Advanced Foundation Repair, 214 333 three, zero, 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 three. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking.
1: Hi, I'd like to report a bear hug. Ah, uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smoky Bear showed up and hugged me?
0: So you drowned the fire, you stirred it. Drowned it again and felt that it was cold? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger.
1: I just got a bear hug from Smokey Bear. (laughs) Status update!
0: All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at com. Only you can prevent wildfires.
1: Sponsored by the US Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester.
0: All right. And I am back on a <laughs> back on an actual radio line once again. Thanks to Mike Bass for the mad dash to the uh, to the electronic compartment to get everything fixed for us. Okay, here is what we need to do. I need to give him just a couple of seconds to get everything set up now in the studio because he had to disrupt everything. I'm going to give you the phone number in just a moment. I have not given that yet, and so I'm going to be needing some calls here in just a second and uh, kind of establish the ground rules. I do a gardening talk show. This is for urban horticulture. I don't to get into sheep and goats and don't get into farm uh pastures and things of that sort, or waterways like lakes. Um, I I rarely get those calls anyway, but I just thought I'd save you the the trouble of trying to dial through with that. Um, What I will do is try my best to help you with anything on your lawn, your landscape, uh, fruit flower, vegetable gardening, anything of that sort, houseplants, you bet. Those are all fair game, and if I don't know, I'll find out for you and we'll figure a way to get the answer to you. Usually, I can uh, tell you right now. I've been doing this since nineteen seventy eight and I keep a log of all of the calls that I've taken, and there are more than four hundred fifty thousand of them so far. That's a lot. so I've heard a heard a great deal uh, of those calls, and so uh, I look forward to hearing from you. so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll I want you to do a double rejoinder at the first break we'll uh, we'll get Mandy that way and and uh, let people hear her voice. We'll do it that way. People understand. People are very understanding, Mike, I have found. Uh, let me take a quick break, and we'll give the phone numbers now, and let Mike uh, screen some calls and get them ready for me, and uh, and then we'll be ready to have the program as we normally would. Um, I need to alert you that I have a few hundred copies of my book uh, left. This is the fifth printing. Uh, I it, it, It's not the last copies of the book. don't want you to Uh, I don't want to misrepresent that. Uh, It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, My book is uh, for every county in the great state of Texas on all topics of outdoor gardening. Lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It's all there. If it's outdoors in a landscape or garden, it's covered in this book. 840 of my photographs, 344 pages it's a hardback it's a high quality book that i think you will be very happy to put in your library it has uh, in its 11 chapters chapter one is the basics of gardening in texas what you have to know to look at the other 10 chapters chapter two is a 48 page calendar four pages per month telling you what needs to be planted pruned fertilized, and protected in that month in your landscape and garden. You'll never wonder again, when should I do this or that? It's all in that calendar. Chapters 3 through 11 are extremely detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials. Wait till you see the annual and perennial chapters. They're very long. They have extensive charts on choosing the best annuals and the best perennials, giving all the details. Uh, Then we have lawns, I think I mentioned that, fruit and vegetables. It's all in there, and I think you'll find that it will really pay for itself very, very quickly. Now, here is the good news. Uh, Because of some supply chain issues, I hoarded books in the spring. I was afraid I was going to run out. And all of a sudden, they said, "We got the paper. We can have it finished in three weeks." And I, I don't, I can't take them in three weeks. I don't have room to store them. And so now I have put the fifth printing books that I have left on sale at thirty two ninety five. The sixth printing will be thirty eight ninety five. It's basically the very same book. You can get it at thirty-two ninety-five if you order now. There are two ways you can get my book. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You get it either by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. I sign every copy as it sells. So call the office, 800-752-4769. Or better yet, you can get it right now. And to get it to get it reserved while we, you know, we have copies, and that's by going to NeilSparry.com. N E I L. S P E R R Y dot com. Don't delay. Get it before I run out. That's at neilsperry.com for Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at nine seven two five six two fifty seven eighty eight. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than twenty eight years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship. Materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972 562 5788. WB Roofing.
2: At Lens Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lens will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com, LensLighting.com.
0: We have lens Landscape Lighting and could not be more pleased. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone right now and invite you to get out there. They're open Monday through Saturday, uh, not on Sundays, and so you need to go uh, that way. You either make a special trip out during the week. It's kind of a destination place to go. Whiskey Stone is 22 acres in size, kind of like going to a state park. Well, it's not. They don't want any tents out there overnight. No. Ah. I jest. It it is really a destination. However, I love stone yards. I love good stone yards. And when I saw Whiskey Stone, I said, oh, this is just the best it gets. Uh, First of all, I already knew Mike and Derek Wisnant. I knew Derek as a five-year-old, so I didn't know him very well, but I knew Mike quite well from our All Texas All Garden show. He had brought stone in for exhibitors to use in their displays. And I could watch him working with them, the, the members of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, and I realized this man really is involved in his industry. And it's just, I've admired him ever since. And you will too, and you'll, you'll also admire him as a father and how he has brought his son into this business. They've been working together for 20 years. And I really like this, this place. Beautiful stone. Everything from big, beautiful boulders to decorative gravel, everything in between, flagstone, patio stone, uh, retaining wall stones, and uh, river rock, they have it all. Go out and let them show you what they have. Take photos of what you're trying to achieve, and most of all, take measurements of what you're going to need, 20 feet Linear feet that way by 18 inches tall, whatever it is, take photos and measurements and they will help you. They can also refer you to the best landscape contractors in your part of town. Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's the address, all of that. 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's in Fort Worth, Southeast Fort Worth. And it's 817. 429-0822, whiz-q.com. If you only get one thing out of all of that, well, you need to know Monday through thir- uh, uh, Saturdays when they're open, and whiz-q.com. You can get everything else from that. whiz-q.com, Whiz-Q Stone.
1: Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the garden center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil.
0: All right. You know what, Mike? Play another one. I like that one.
1: Hi, I'm Sherry from Halta Ace Hardware on Denton Highway. We're your source for those great home and garden products. Count on us for a friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil.
0: Those are rejoinders, and I had the, the joy of recording a bunch of those about a month ago at a, at a training meeting that they had, and these are really nice people. Those are the people I'm hoping when you go to... Uh, do your hardware shopping, you'll go into an Ace Hardware and you'll let the manager or the assistant manager or any of these people that you're hearing, I hope you'll let them know that you listen to this program. Thank you very, very much. All right, phone lines are open. We're up for business now. Everything is, Mike, you normal now? You back, you caught your breath? (laughs) Golly, that was just terror, (laughs) terror in in radio. So he is ready to take your calls and screen them, 888 787 K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Greg in Prosper. First call of the afternoon. Greg, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Um, need
1: your advice. I have two Shumard oaks that I planted in January. Actually, the um, merchant that I bought them from planted the trees in my back. Um, they're hundred-gallon container trees. They're probably eighteen, twenty feet tall, beautiful trees. Um So I followed the watering schedule over the winter twice a week. Um, So this week I was on the watering schedule, and we had an unexpected storm come up. I don't know what day of the week that was now that I think about it, but we got five inches of rain after that storm. And um, what happened the first day after that storm is the leaves in the center almost looked like they were sunburned. Um, The outside of the leaves were normal, but the inside were sunburned. This is on one of the trees. And so now uh, I I thought it was too wet, so I pulled all the mulch off the top, which I didn't have much to begin with, but I pulled it up to let it air out. Um, Now the tree, all of the leaves on the tree are hanging, pointing toward the earth, like they're being pulled down with gravity. Mm -hmm. Um, they uh, They have not changed color or anything, but they've turned down. So I contacted the merchant. Merchant said, yeah, that's just transplant shock. Um, follow protocol for transplant shock, which I, I don't know what to do. So uh, any advice you can give me. Uh, the other tree is beautiful, just like this other one was. Um, the tree that's in distress had pushed growth out on every limb, probably at least 12 inches. So it was beautiful. And now
0: I'm worried that I'm going to lose it. Um, all right. And and so, the boy, I didn't realize anybody got that much rain this week. I live in Collin County. I would think our... Uh... We have a creek that is fed by rain in your area, and I would have thought we'd have been flooded to our eaves with that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not questioning I'm, what you said. I just wasn't aware. Um, well, I, I had, a, had a gauge out, neil and, No, and it, I, I trust it, it, it you. I trust you. It's a, it's a crazy time of year in crazy county. Um, so what day was that? Do you remember? I don't – you know, it, it wasn't supposed to rain, and then um, – I, well, issue let's, just, today. let's just pick a day, and we'll just say it was Tuesday, or whatever it was. Okay, yeah, so, right, yeah. when did this happen? The next day, Wednesday, in 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 our example, for example, it happened. You saw this happening the next day. Yeah,
1: it was two stages. So, the next day, um, some of the leaves in the middle almost looked like they
0: were sunburned. Okay, so um, twelve to eighteen hours later, you started seeing yeah, this. C- correct. Correct.
1: Right. And, and then, and, and then, the,
0: what had the tree look like? I'm almost afraid to ask this, but what did the tree look like? We'll say uh, a day or two before uh, the rain. Oh, beautiful. I mean, the the leaves are almost as big as my hand. I mean, it was a gorgeous tree. It is incomprehensible to me that if this were standing in water, you know, in in a floodplain standing in water, that it would react that quickly. Usually that would take a couple of days or three days. Okay. Okay. so that part I, I don't understand. Let me ask you a little bit more about how these were sold to you. When you say yeah. they were in hundred gallon containers, were they mm-hmm. were they boxes or were they big pots? Plastic, plastic containers. All right. It looked like they had been produced, grown in those pots, or dug and set in into those pots.
1: I, I don't know. I, I'll tell you, it's a it's a very reputable tree farm off one twenty
0: one in Frisco. <laughs> It kind of cuts it to one, doesn't it? <laughs> they are they are very good. They've been doing that for, uh, yes. for many yes. many years. Yeah, and I, yes. they're they're very. They'll stand behind their products. Yes, um, I think a lot of times when they have trees like that, they may they may have some kind of a fibrous material under the trees that they. I don't know how they do them. I haven't been to the production field, but yeah. they 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 may be. Kind of pre-dug and then set into those containers. I don't know, but that would this be, my be guess, one yeah. of the maybe one of the rare occasions where a plant that is out of a container and has been um, kind of root pruned all through time because that they do such a special job with trees uh, yep. that that it may be suffering transplant shock of of uh, root loss or some kind of damage. I just yep. don't know and. Uh, I think you're on the right track to keep them informed. Take photographs. If you had any before photographs, that would be good. And the documentation you have of that new growth is very helpful. Uh, That's not going to help you in in terms of saying I think the tree was struggling all spring because it probably wasn't or it wouldn't have grown that well. Right. Um, They planted that for you? They did, yes, both of them. Real, yeah. Then they, then they would probably accept the responsibility of uh, having uh, made sure that the drainage in the planting hole would be adequate for it. That they didn't just set it in a, a bowl of rock. Yes, uh, I, I can't think of. I have recommended them. They, they've, I've been an, they've been an advertiser two times for about a month in forty-five years, yeah. and. So it's not like I'm beholden to them one way or the other. I have recommended them many, many times because nobody does a better job than they do. Uh, So I I think I would probably just keep working with them. And um, if it comes to the fact that you end up having to replace that tree, I'm sure that they'll stand behind their tree if in any way they, they and you feel that the tree had any kind of a challenge beforehand but i cannot yeah. believe that it would go downhill in 12 or 18 hours uh, from from rain that happens well, all the time neil i know it, it, it was it's been really hot right and then it got really wet and i had watered it you know the heat the day has before. nothing to do with it because it it was grown in heat um right. and you've been watering it properly the only thing it could have happened would be if it got too dry five or six days ahead that's why i ask you about yep. two days before one thing you could do is um is is dig down to see if there is stagnant water around it if you have okay. a sharpshooter spade or a post hole digger and you could dig outside the soil ball right at the edge of the soil ball just dig a hole down 18 inches deep and leave it as a hole and okay. watch the water table see if it comes up the next time you get a good rain if we get one more before summer Maybe yeah. this weekend and, and, and see if it fills and, and refuses to drain. Okay. Um, that might tell you something. I don't have anything better to offer, but I know well, that they are good people.
1: They, they are. And I'm not, I'm not worried about what will happen in the end because, but, but my question is how long, what's the process? So let's say it continues to degrade. I mean, how do I know when it truly dies and is not just going okay. through this transplant shock? Well,
0: yeah, that's not transplant shock. That's uh, that's something uh, catastrophic. It, it, okay. should, it, it should look like the other tree. Okay. Now, here, tree. Here, is something, here is something I will say as a blanket statement. I'm way behind on, on getting yeah. my program going here. But here is something yeah. I will say on a blanket statement. When somebody offers a guarantee, let's just say generic nursery that may okay. not be a good nursery. That one is. But let's just say a, a rather shady nursery down, down the highway ten miles offers a guarantee and you're a little shaky about that guarantee You say, Well it's not dead, it's got three leaves on it. Okay, it is dead as far as landscape contribution is concerned. And and so yep. that's what that's why I worry about these and if, if this tree about this tree. If this tree is not contributing well to your landscape and keeping up it's good that you have the other one as a comparison. It ought to yep. look like that one. You know, it's okay in, in your yard. I I don't let people compare to the neighbor's tree. Don't be looking down the street. <laughs> but in your own tree, it's okay to compare because they're getting the same treatment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think okay, you're Neil, well, very listen, objective about it. You're going to
1: do fine. Okay, Neil. Well, listen, I appreciate your time. Love your show. And uh, have a good rest of your
0: day. I hope <laughs> it gets better in that first five minutes. Well, thanks for calling. <laughs> you're a trooper. Bye. All right, Thanks, we Mike. have Daryl and David in the reverse order coming up next, so stay with me, guys, if you will. Wild Birds Unlimited, this is a great place to shop. These are. There are three of them that joined together to sponsor my programs and my eGardens newsletter, and they have everything you need for hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are star characters of the summertime, and you need to get your hummingbird feeders up so you, too, can have hummingbirds all around your house. They have the high-perch hummingbird feeders in several different sizes. They have all the advice you need. They have all kinds of nesting supplies. There are birds that are still nesting. We have a nest at our home going on right now, little Carolina Wren. She's right near our front porch, on our front porch, I might add. Um, and so everything you could possibly want for your wild birds and, um, uh you will love the enthusiasm and all the help and supplies and coaching that you get at Wild Birds Unlimited. The stores are just plain fun to go into. Let me give you the addresses so you can see what I'm talking about. We'll do them in the reverse order this time. I'll start with Birdie's store. That's the one I'm in most often. 3001 South Hardin Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway in McKinney, right south of Tom Thumb there on Hardin. So you go into Birdie's store, and you see if you can't... uh, You see if you can go 10 steps without smiling. You can't make it. (laughs) Ha! That's Birdie's store, Wild Birds Unlimited. Ron's store. Ron is also fun. He's had his store for 18, 19 years, something like that. He did move about three months ago. They're at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. 5708 Abrams in East Dallas. And then David's store. He's uh, in, uh, in the Park Cities at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center about a block west of the tollway. And David has been there a long, long time as well. Wild Birds Unlimited, they are great. Bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence, wbu.com slash dfw. Monday is the day Title 42 expires, and Texans are bracing for an expected surge in the already huge influx of illegal immigrants. I'm Dave Williams, Amy Shadroff, and I will have the very latest early Monday morning, 5 until 9 on KLIF. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. Comes from my computer to your email every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m. Folks, I am spending a day and a half to two days a week doing this, so you get that much of my time at absolutely no charge. One feature in eGardens is a, a plant of the week. One feature in eGardens each week is gardening this weekend, where I point out the things you need to do in your landscape and garden that are time-sensitive to that time of the, of the uh, uh, month. And uh, another feature is the Q&A section. It used to be a featured question of the week. Now uh, there is provision for you to send email questions to me. I can't take all of them, but uh, you'll see when you take eGardens how we handle it, and uh, I answer your questions there. So that's kind of fun. I spend about a day of the week doing those. So that's eGardens. gardens take a look at what it's all about by going to the website. That's where you sign up for it at neilsperry.com and then click on the eGardens tab. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. The question when you get ready to prune magnolias is is whether or not to leave the lowest limbs to drag the ground. If you do, you won't have much grass beneath the trees. If you do remove the limbs, your trees will take on a more sculpted, formal appearance. Do two things before you actually take the saw out of the garage. Drive around town and see how others have handled their trees. See what you like. Visualize how you'd like that same look in your landscape. Also, have someone tie a rope to each branch before you cut that branch. Pull it down and out of the way so you can see exactly what impact it's going to have on the appearance of the plant if you remove it. If it's excess baggage, go ahead and cut it. You can use the same trick in pruning other large evergreen shrubs and trees. Pruning is an art and a science, and you can become an artist. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Well, you know that the two hours today, this hour and next hour, are sponsored by Ace Hardware, your local Ace Hardware, 40 of them across the Metroplex. And I'm proud of that fact because these are nice people. And I like to have nice people sponsor my program. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on miracle Grow garden soil for $8.99. Save $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $6.99. There's a limit of 60 bags. Take the truck. Take a trailer grow a bountiful harvest with miracle grow garden soil vegetable and herbs enriched with a blend of essential nutrients and formulated with continuous release plant food it will feed plants for up to three months Ready-to-grow big, beautiful, in-ground flowers will trust miracle Grow garden soil flowers. Enriched with continuous release plant food, this soil will feed for up to three months. Meanwhile, moisture control technology protects plants against over- and under-watering. Grow plants twice as large with miracle Grow versus unfed plants. It's for in-ground use only. miracle Grow and Ace, what a great pairing. Ace is the place... With the helpful hardware folks.
2: On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show,
0: the newest excuse for inflation is the best
1: yet.
2: White supremacy. Nah, that's easy. Can't be that.
0: Markley, Van Camp and Robbins. Weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. Those nineteen thirties, they were difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression, jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. It was during that time that Mueller started making metal. Products. Now here we are ninety years later, and the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in our area. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than a conventional roof. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's been made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, inc.com. You'll learn more. You'll find a location near you. You'll see why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at eight seven seven two mueller That's 877 3553 Or stop by one of their 33 locations. Mueller. They're made in America and they're made to last. com. Hi, I'm Adil from Plano Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great steel products.
1: Count on us for a friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil.
0: Thank you, Adil, very much. And we go back to our phone lines now to David in Greenville. David, this is Neil. Good morning, afternoon. How can I help you?
2: Yeah, well, good afternoon to you too, sir. Uh, question about sod, how often I should water it, adding some fertilizer, and I did not hire a landscaper Uh, To put it in, I hired some day labor uh, who said they could make me a deal, uh, and they used select fill uh, to fill in. I had some areas in the the backyard where there was probably 12 to 18 inches of indentation, and they backfilled all that in with select fill and then put about an inch or so of topsoil with fertilizer and then put the sod down on top of that. And two questions for you. Um, One is having that select fill underneath there going to create an issue – where I need to add some fertilizer, and then two, how often do I need to be watering it? Because I've seen all kinds of different stuff on the Internet, and so far I've been watering it for an hour in the morning and an hour at night. But I checked it yesterday, and I have a feeling I'm over-watering it. So yeah, I do I too. Need some, <laughs> I need some assistance here.
0: All right. Uh, I thought the question you were going to ask is, what is select fill? And I was going to say, well, that was the question I was going to ask you. That, that means they selected it when they went out to buy fill soil, I think um hopefully it means it's a, a higher grade of fill soil i don't know what that means um, luckily turf grass is somewhat forgiving what kind of grass do you have
2: oh i'm sorry it's a uh, Saint augustine and select fill is fill that has had all of the organic material removed a lot of times contractors will use that um, as a base to lay a foundation for a house
0: organic matter meaning pallets and tree trunks yeah
2: exactly there is it is it's a gray soil, and there's not a blade of grass, a weed seed, or anything in it. It is just dirt with no organic material whatsoever.
0: All right. I'll, I'll guarantee you there are weed seeds in it, but that's, that's not well, a big problem right now. All right. All right. So how, much, how deep did they put it at the deepest spots?
2: Probably 12 to 18 inches.
0: Whoa. All right. Did they do anything to compact it as they were putting it in?
2: Well, they tamped it down, and then I later had them come back, uh, and I had a a 10-inch by 10-inch hand-compacting tool, not a gas-powered, not a roller. Um, And before they put the topsoil down, I had them hand-compacted down. But, no, it was somewhat loose, actually, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Uh, What is on the outside of it? Is there a retaining wall? Is it the neighbor's? garage what is it
2: uh it's fed so we had a a, the previous owners of the house had a swimming pool in the backyard they had built a sun deck around the pool when i bought the house eight years ago the pool was gone it was an above ground pool um and it had with the weight of the pool had compacted the 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 entire back corner of the yard uh was all uneven with holes where the water had compacted you you know and so i understand um, it just had a low spot yeah, so I had I had the sun deck removed, which created about a 600-square-foot area um, that did not have any grass, and where the pool was at uh, was the low spot in the yard, so water would collect there, and water would get 8 to 10 inches deep, and, of course, the St. Augustine grass would not grow there. The weeds sure. absolutely loved it. I had a, a field of weeds in the backyard, mm-hmm. um, and so they filled in all the holes where the pool had, you know, pushed the soil down, compacted the soil. They filled that in with, with that soil. But it's St. Augustine dirt with, on two sides, it's the neighbor's fence, fences, uh, and then on one side it's just where the St. Augustine grass picks up for the rest of the backyard.
0: All right. Okay, I, I have enough facts. I think I can go. I hope that it doesn't settle too much more. I think it will, uh, but hopefully it's in a in an amount that you can live with. Uh, so we we'll, I'm not going to worry about that. You may have to get a roller once or twice over a long period of time to kind of even that part out. Uh, as right. far as watering new sod, uh, as hot as it has been this week, I would have recommended water. I'm not trying to beat you up on this. Uh, my normal recommendation, uh, on, uh, watering new sod in the summer, we'll just, this was almost like planting in late June, would be to water five or ten minutes in the morning and evening. That's about all it needs because the roots don't go down very far. And uh, you don't want them to dry out, but you also want to let the soil dry enough that you encourage roots to go down to get the, the water that's down farther, not just to stay at the top. So you don't just want to sprinkle it, but you also don't want to keep it flooded. So, so yes, you did water too much, but it's not a big deal. So just uh, once this cool spell, uh-huh, I hope... I hope we don't have this thing blow up on us, and we don't get anything out of it. Once this passes, then I would I would start watering probably ten minutes in the morning, ten minutes in the evening for a week or so, and then you can bypass uh, one of those two, and then after another couple of weeks, then you go to every couple of days, and then within three or four weeks, you're watering as needed. Saint Augustine roots well. Both any any of the grasses will root in faster than we could ever believe. They they really take hold quickly so you'll be okay
2: okay then my other question because that select fill that doesn't have any real organic material in it um is just an inch or two below do i need to be adding some fertilizer to compensate for that yeah or that- good
0: question i would fertilize at half the recommended rate and i would do it uh probably in about two weeks i'd give the grass a little more chance to get established. Um, St. Augustine has a, a problem with a disease called gray leaf spot that shows up in the hottest part of the summertime. Um, and when we use nitrogen, we exacerbate that problem. And, and so my recommendation normally in our area with, uh, with St. Augustine is no nitrogen between mid-June and the 1st of September. We overdo it with, uh, with fertilizing our lawns, especially St. Augustine. And I, I think you'll have just as good a results, uh, even putting the disease aside. I think your lawn will do just as well if you don't fertilize during the heat of the summer. It doesn't need it. And uh, just, uh, just I'd put it on at half the recommended rate, maybe the 5th or 10th of June, and then sit tight until September.
2: Wait, and what would you recommend?
0: You need to use an all-nitrogen fertilizer that has about a third, 30 to 40% of its nitrogen, in slow release form that's what i call a high quality slow release nitrogen uh, all nitrogen fertilizer it, it may have a little bit of the third number potassium that's no big deal but you don't want any of the middle number and you know having okay. said that having said that one time it probably wouldn't hurt it to have a little bit of phosphorus to get roots established on a new lawn our problem is that that Uh, repetitive feeding with with high phosphate fertilizers uh, adds to a huge amount of phosphorus in our soils. So you definitely don't want to do that more than one time.
2: Okay, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. Good luck
0: with it. You bet. Daryl and Alan, stay with me. Uh, These are just taking a little longer than usual, but I try to give a good answer, and I'll do the same for you. Folks, my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you'll look at any one of the chapters, I think you'll see the detail that I put into the book. You look into the uh, annuals chapter, for example, you will see a uh, you will see a chart that gives you the 100 best annuals for Texas. How tall, how wide they grow, what months they bloom in, what colors they come in, what their growth form is, whether they're sun or shade, where in Texas they're best adapted. And any other special comments I might give you. Uh, that's kind of, and, and then the same for foliar annuals like coleus or caladiums. And uh, so I think you'll find it to be ultimately useful. That's just one part of one chapter of a book that has 11 chapters. It, it, it has basics of gardening in Texas, and then that uh, 48 page calendar, uh, perpetual calendar of when to do everything, and then chapters on trees and shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals and perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Now, the book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. never has been, and uh, that's to keep the cost to you down low. I I did that purposely. I self-published the book, so I got to make all those decisions, and that was my decision so that it could be the least expensive uh, possible. So uh, you order it directly from my office or my website, I sign your copy and we mail it from my house to your mailbox, simple as that. It's only 32.95 and it will go to 38.95 when I exhaust my supply of fifth printing. Uh, satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund. 75,000 copies sold so far, not one request for refund. Here are the two ways you can buy it. Uh, one is call the office Monday through Friday, business hours 800 752 4769 GROW. G R O W. The better way, though, is order it right now at my website, neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church where the love of God is proclaimed, and everyone is welcome. You, Tommy, Tommy is our pastor, and he will join me in about 45 minutes. We have something special to tell you about. Baylor Scott and White Health also, that's kind of special too. Uh, gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. Oh, do we ever. Well, I'd like to tell you about uh, another group of incredibly hardworking people who have kept us happy and healthy and that's the beloved health care workers the frontline workers from baylor scott and white health they've had the hardest job of all we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you and now you're hearing about yet another surge of the uh, of the virus and so here we go again and they'll be there to help us again it's not easy to protect us from covid but we see them showing up every day and giving every ounce of their energy So my request to you is that you say thank you to them and wear a mask and tell others that we need to do that, especially when we go into the hospitals and the doctor's offices because that's where they are working and they need our support. Give that shout-out of thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health. Let's do it one more time together now. Thank you.
1: I'm Hillary from Jabo's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks, and now back to Neil.
0: All right. Thank you, Hillary. Daryl and Alan, I'm going to put you on now, and there's a chance that I'll need to have you hold over through the newscast. Let's give it a try. Go for it, man. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Uh, Good afternoon. Uh, Two quick questions. Uh, The first one is I've got a five-foot Magnolia that I need to put in the ground today. And I'm trying to just get a little guidance on how how much bigger the hole needs to be versus the ball itself and just maybe uh, what kind of soil to pack around it. and All right, let me help you with that one, then we'll hold the other one for right after the news. Uh, My recommendation is plant it at the same depth exactly that it was growing in the container. Don't plant it high. In other words, don't let the soil ball be up, up above that grade. Uh, dig the hole exactly that depth if you dig it any deeper the soft soil will settle and your tree will end up too deep and that is a kiss of death Um, you'll have a little extra soil left make a berm around it a donut around it to hold the water while you're watering but that's it you don't need to dig the hole extra large stay with me if you have additional questions on that and etc we'll be back